Blog Talk Radio. And hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening to everyone out there in the big wide world. This is Helena Steiner-Hornstein. Now finally back with my regular program <laughs> of sort. And I'm so happy to be with you again. Somehow I missed you the last few days. Maybe not before, but then I did. Because I was back in the States and uh, I noticed that, oh, there was something I haven't done for a while. <laughs> so anyway, welcome back all listeners that you're back listening to me. I'm so happy about your faithfulness always coming back to me. And I realize that most of my listeners are my 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 crowd, my list, so to speak. And from time to time, I get new listeners and they sweep through, they send a little message, maybe at times asking questions, and then they disappear again and maybe reappear two years later. I've done this podcast for a long, long time, long before you call them podcasts. When I started, it was a radio show. And um, and also, we had a different system so you could see how many exactly listeners you had. Now, I don't see that anymore. And it's kind of a little vague when you just see, well, percentage-wise of all listeners, you have so many in the United States and so many in Africa and so many here and there. And I can see where it's growing. And... It is growing in some places. Canada, by the way, it's growing. Australia, New Zealand's growing. And these are new countries. Maybe my book wasn't sold there before, or my books, I would say, because I have a couple of books I really like you to read. One is Constant Awakening. That has been doing extremely well all over the world. If you haven't read it, read it because it's so easy to read. It's one of those page turners. And you can get through it in a couple of hours, where three and a half hours, someone said. Then read it again another time, and you will discover more and more and more of, of truth. And then you have the white light, a limitless reality. If you haven't read it, you don't know what's going on with us actually. But once you start to read it and find out about blueprints and souls and organs within us, how they communicate with each other and even with you, it's a different world inside of us and even around us and even above and below us. There are so many dimensions to our world and if you don't know that, you must have a very limited life. <laughs> Is that what I'm saying? So anyway, I'm back. I was for the holiday, so to speak, over Christmas, New Year, all this. I was in the Caribbean 
my family has a residence there, so um, I'd like to go. I don't necessarily stay in the house with the family. I usually live or stay across the street at the resort and right on the ocean. And that way they come to me and I don't have to be with them when they don't want me to be there, so to speak. So we have a very good, we appreciate each other. And I think this is a good piece of advice to many mother-in-laws, so to speak. Don't overwhelm your family too much. Only one of the parties, meaning your daughter or your son, is is my Ashley family, although everyone is. The in-law is also family. But still, it can be a burden for them to have an in-law parent to be around them all the time. They didn't marry you. They married your child. So once you get those little rules going, you are fine. You will be fine. It might take some work sometimes, but it's going to end up much, much better than if you don't, if you do it a different way. So uh, what uh, are we going? We're going to talk about the blueprint of your soul or your spiritual blueprint, rather. And I say this, the spiritual blueprint, because I have always talked about your physical blueprint in my sessions and in my workshops. And this physical blueprint is like you're building a house, and now you have a blueprint of your house. You have everything marked, your pipes, your your electrical systems, your wiring, you have, of course, front door and windows and everything else. The plumbing system is important. And then you have little energy centers like the boiler room or whatever you can have. And uh, uh, those things are very similar to what we are. That is the blueprint of your physical system where everything is smart, you know, all your organs and your heart and your wiring, whatever kind, if it's like the blood wiring, the system of the blood pumping, or if you actually, your digestive plumbing system, all that is marked in this system, in this blueprint. And I see that. And I see everything in it where they belong. But then sometimes... And I look at the organs, and I don't see them as organs, organs the way they look medically. I see them like beautiful shapes, geometrical, physical shapes, like a flower or triangle or circle or square or something like this. And then if something's wrong with them, they have markings on them. And that is what I can kind of intuitively remove or change. And that is your physical blueprint. But now there is one much more advanced blueprint about you. And that is your spiritual blueprint. This, the, the blueprint of your soul. And that one goes through many, many dimensions. And that is the blueprint that psychologists are trying to find out more about, and they believe they can do that through talk, 
and talk. And you'll go deeper and deeper into the talk. And you speak intellectually and logically about this spiritual blueprint. But it seems you never get quite to the end of it. So what is it that I do and psychologists don't do? Where they work out of the logic and out of, you know, logic is, is a limitation. I've completely given myself and opening up myself to spirit. And then now the information is coming to me. And now I'm shown the actual blueprint of your soul. And usually it's seen like a video. And that video sits in your on your left side of your head above the forehead. That's the way I see it. And now in that blueprint, the spiritual blueprint, I see like videos of past lifetimes. And sometimes those videos can be of a such a strong impression for the person, actually meaning the person who has come to me, that it has become a load on that person's whole system, the physical and the mental system. And it has even kind of reproduced itself outside of the person. So that's why I can see that past lifetime outside of a person sometimes, if it has made a very strong impression and if it's still there really bothering that person. Sometimes I see people coming in with hordes of people, I mean, in spirit, because it's just people from past lifetimes or from their imagination or something that is just that influencing their lives. But sometimes it could be sometimes some person who has died, someone who's been close to you, who suddenly wants to hang on to you. And it turns into a burden for you. And now your whole life is kind of slowing down and you don't seem to be able to do much anymore because you have that person hanging on to you from the past. Sometimes you can even recreate those yourself that someone has passed on and you recreate that person around you too much. So there's so many things I can see in that that spiritual blueprint of yours. And if you are not aware of having a spiritual blueprint or a blueprint of a soul, how do you open up to realizing it or feeling it more? Well, the number one thing is to open up your mind one way or the other and uh, begin to look within you. How do you feel about things? What makes you happy? How do you see the world around you? Do you know who you are at all? Are you one of those people if someone tells you how you are and what what's actually is what is limiting you from being a happy person? Are you the ones who start to accuse the one who tells you that? Maybe. 
they're out there. They don't want to recognize that something's wrong with them. Everyone else is, of course, wrong. Is that the kind of person you are? Well, then it's very, very hard for you to find your spiritual truth because you have to know all about yourself. You have to have a reality check of your own life and be true in spirit to what really, really inspires you. What makes you feel happy? Have you thought about that? It might not be that what you're doing at all. Maybe you're really missing that kind of thing that makes you happy. Make a list. I'm back to making a list. Write a list. So we can find out a little bit more about you, that you find out a little bit more about you. And don't be one of those other people who starts to blame everyone else. And then you go to your psychiatrist or your psychologist and you sit there and look for all those people you can blame for what they have done to you. That never works. Move on. Get rid of that kind of thought in the first place. You are responsible for yourself. How you feel about life and how you act about life. You are the one in charge. You are the one to do your action, not someone else for you. And if you're out there and you are one of those people who want to help someone, don't help too much. It's the person there who has to learn how to help themselves. If you have given them the rules how to do it, give them a chance to practice this for themselves. We forget that sometimes with our children, that we don't allow our children to develop properly because we want to do everything for them and tell them what to think. How honest are you to yourself about yourself? Have you thought about that? How are you acting and reacting to everything? So now to get more into who you are, there is something in you that is called your inner light. And that is your soul shining. But I'm calling that inner light within you the God light. And that is what is actually your real I am. That is God within you. And now, I go back to the Bible and listen to what is written in the Bible. The truth, so much else has been put into the Bible by other sources who wanted control. One of those sources was, well, the guys, the men who wanted control of the world. And like they're doing in Afghanistan today, they try to limit the power of the women. Of course, the women carry so much of the life force knowledge in them. They give birth to life. They nurture life. They follow life. I have seen the best leaders in the world are the women who are mothers or grandmothers, rather. How they can handle situations in a completely unconditional way. Various 
men who have never kind of worked with a family at home. They come and go. They all have families somewhere, but they come and go. And they go out, and now they want power over the world. They are not the ones to rule over the world. We have to have the feminine energy, man or woman, doesn't matter, but someone who can work out of unconditional love, working out of the soul. And they do that with joy. They feel that urge in them, that there is something in them that wants to do something. And I think their leaders are trying to come out there and have that feeling. But of course, they are slowed down or they're actually not supported by the world. Because now this world has worked, started to work with the darkness. We put money, greed, violence first, fear. Those things are now ruling the world. And when I say no, we have to work more with our soul. Because the original you, the original us, is actually the light. We are created in the image of God. Not, you know, that God is a man or a person, but shiny light, love and light. We don't even understand that. But once you understand that, you understand like, the first commandment that reads, you shall have no other gods before me. Once you put that love and light first in your thoughts, in your, con- in your illness, in your problems, my God, does it work well. It really, really does. Because we have a plan. There is a God-given plan within us. It says so even in the Bible. Jeremiah says that God has a plan, a wonderful plan even, for your life. And plans that you can prosper. And plans that you are not going to come to any harm. And plans that are there for you to give you hope and a future for those who believe in the life. And that goes back to work with the light, trust the light, and put that first. I'm going to tell you a story that happened to me now in the Caribbean, in the Dominican Republic. And this was my last day there. And I got up, you know, like always quite early in the morning. And now I got up. I was just on the beach in in a complex, a beautiful complex, by the way. Very very elegant <laughs> and um, I walked through you know the pool area and everything to the beach to make it really short I had an accident a serious accident it was not that it was my fault it was just the construction but I would say a fault of the those doing the construction in that particular place where I walked by. And now I came out with that, with a, like in a pool of blood. I had my skin scraped off on my body, on my legs, 
you wouldn't believe it. <laughs> it had come off and all open, now bleeding like crazy, crazy, crazy. And of course, it was painful. And everything in me was just aching and feeling like I'd broken everything. But, you know, everything was there. I hadn't, there was not, nothing that happened to my face. And I could move everything. On my chest, I was hurting, so I was sure I broke in the capital ribs. But then all that skin that had come off on my body, because I was going to the beach, I was, my skin was wide open, I was wearing shorts and the sun top, not much. And now I saw how people reacted. They haven't had wars in the Dominican Republic. People haven't seen, you know, blood and damaged and, you know, beaten up bodies. And to see how they came back, really lifting their hands to the sky, praying to God, thinking this is the end of this woman. This is the end of the world. My God, what is happening? And how they got in shock. How the men were the weakest in this situation. Whereas the women would come and see how they could help. And there were everyone screaming, ambulance, a doctor and everything else. Well, it sorted out I was taken care of medically, properly. By the end of that evening, I was sitting on the beach in the beautiful, comfortable chairs, surrounded by my family, with a mojito in my hand. Mojito is a rum drink, for those who don't know. Enjoying how the day was coming to an end with the sun setting. What a beautiful image for me to take home. Yes, I was in horrible pain. No painkillers because you don't know what they do to your mind. And I was sitting there watching the ocean, surrounded by my loving family, at least I hope they are. (laughs) And people came up to me wondering how I was doing. And these were people who were breaking their social barriers. These were people who were working there. These were gods on the beach who had seen me walking every day along the beach and were wondering how I was doing. And they sent this kind of love and care to me. I sat there and I looked out and I saw the the shores of the beach And I saw the palm trees going all the way down to the waves and how the waves were cutting into the roots of that trees and the trees were just still standing. Palm trees are used to this. How beautiful all this was. And I thought to myself, what a lovely experience I had today. What an absolutely fantastic experience. How could I think this? in this time of pain and horror, really. I felt so safe. I put myself in the light. And I was grateful for the day because the days before that, I had, yes, I had enjoyed everything, but I had all those thoughts about what a terrible world this is. How can people be so stupid that they go along with all this? stupidity, of war, of 
controlling politicians, some dictatorship. How can they be that way? And I had all those negative thoughts about the world. And it was hitting me back, showing me, no, this is not how people are. This is not how people in general are. People are all, I am the light. We're all created in the image of God. To me, this was such a valuable story. And then I was the trip back. I'm not even going to mention that was not easy. But again, I met those wonderful women always, helping young women. So fantastic in their care. And how I saw this. And now, of course, I come, I'm in the treatment and the stage. They look at my legs and said, that would take six months for it to begin to heal. Now, after a few days with working with my soul light and my God light, so to speak, they say it's a miraculous happening here. And they said, you'll be done in a week. How can that be that it works so well? Because I'm putting the love and light first. I'm so grateful for all these new people I met through this. And they seem to loosen up to me. So they tell me their stories. People have a tendency to do that anyway. But I get to see a new angle of life that I had forgotten. And that is what I mean to allow your spiritual blueprint to be more important in your whole picture. Allow your inner light to shine. This is such a big focus for you. And now once you have that light shining, start to be curious about things. Open up your mind. Open all those doors that we have in blueprints, also in your soul blueprints. Why do you live in this thing of limitation? And I have seen during my years that those who are influenced by strict religion, they are rather difficult to work on. (laughs) And I say rather difficult as a joke. They are actually very difficult to work with because they have some kind of instilled fear and limitation in them. But now also, if you're new age, You are also living in a kind of limitation. Open up and forget all those rules that you have been given in this new age belief. It is your I am. It's not your guides and this and that directing your life. It is you, your I am, your light shining within you. Do not give that power away to some spiritual guide. They are part of this. But the big, big power in this is your I am the light. Because those who believe in your I am the light, those who believe in me, so to speak, they are the ones who override their obstacles and who are moving forward. That is important to know. 
And if you're looking for advice out there, go to an old person, an experienced, happy person, not an old, bitter person. No, to an old grandmother or grandfather who finds joy in being with their families, with their grandchildren, who talks wisdom, who doesn't follow, can screw up religion. I say that because we see that politically now. There are those messed up political religious beliefs, how they mix up politics and, and religion somehow. They are the same energy. I admit that. They both want a leader. They both want control over your belief. They have point one, two, three, and so what you are to believe. And they do not allow you to go out on your own and think for yourself. This is the problem with both politics and religion. So think for yourself and think who is good for the highest good for everyone. And when we say everyone, it doesn't mean that it's meant to be good for you, but for everyone, for this everyone, also nature, for the animals, for the sky, for the water. This is what I mean about being inclusive, not only including those who belong to the same color or political attitude or or country or club, very often we're also thinking, oh, he belongs to my club, he's okay, you know. And this is how we think a lot in our modern social society. So now, be curious. Start to explore yourself and whatever you have offered to you. Your soul is there for you. You have actually a mission and a purpose. You do. Your mission and purpose is not meant to be sick or unhappy or poor. It said so. You know, Jeremiah says that. There are plans to give you hope and future for those who believe in the light. But it's just simple math. You believe in positive things. You believe in love and light. Of course, good things are coming to you. This is how you find a deeper value to your life. Very simple, but so hard. Because you have to be more aware of everything. But basically, you have a soul business card. And what your soul wants is written on that business card. You know it only through your feelings. When something makes you happy. There was a woman who was very happy and unhappy in New York. She worked in business. She had an office. Things were going well. But she was deeply unhappy. The only time she was happy was when she could be in the Bahamas and sail and scuba dive. And suddenly she just left everything in New York and went to live in the Bahamas. She's now extremely happy. She started a business there with scuba diving for tourists. There are always ways to break off from that limitation you have 
been in for so long. Yes, that is the way. Always. So, what is causing problems for you now is the stress and the fear, the thoughts of limitation. You dare not break away from the comfort. You have a job that pays you well, but you're bored to death with it. It takes courage to follow your soul blueprint. The soul blueprint is meant for you to have a purpose, to follow your mission and purpose. I say that for myself. I wasn't trained to do what I'm doing. In fact, what I'm doing is in a way a joke. For the way I was thinking before. It's actually absurd that I'm doing this kind of thing. I didn't know there was such a thing that I'm doing. But something in me kept on eating on me, eating on me. And also some kind of force kept on forcing me out on a new path to do what I'm doing now. I have been given those gifts to work with the light, to be open with the light and use it and teach others that this should be my plan. How would I know? I didn't know it existed, but it knew it it was for me. I knew it was for me because it made me happy. It really put me back into being a happy person, and I tried to live according to those rules. Sometimes some people don't like it because I can be tough on them, and I tell them the truth. This is another thing you have to learn, to begin to face your truth. That is why you have to start to, to look at your inner self again, to learn to understand yourself and say yes. I had to think that's not perfect for me to behave that way or to be that way or to think that way. That could be perfect for someone else, but not for me. So change. There is no free lunch for anything. For anything, there is a little price. And that is the effort. And sometimes you get reminders. Like I got this reminder when I got into this accident completely fallen from the skies <laughs> that it would happen I mean I was in a good place I was happy I believe I was happy and I was in a dream world and then this had to happen big shock but I took it right I understood it right oh this was a wake up call for me to notice no, there is goodness out there. There are incredibly good people and they're so vulnerable and they're so unsure of themselves and they are suffering from fear. From fear. Every single one of them is somehow fearful of something. Once you have the light shining, which you have all the time, but once you use that shiny light Consciously, you will open up to a new dimension of life, an interesting and fruitful dimension. It's there for us, for all of us. 
not only for so and so and so. And when you say, oh yes, but this man is the devil himself and is still making so money, so much money. Yes, true. But he's not working with the light. I have seen more miserable, very wealthy people and very powerful people. Powerful people have been so miserable out there. And they're only happy if they they get more power. But that's only, you know, the power and happiness of the darkness. That is not the truth. That's not the first commandment. No, follow the light. Follow that God-given flame within you that actually wants to do good. And I notice that those who can help others, and they do with what they have, if it's a lot or a little, because it makes them happy. Sometimes those people, some people think that if they help once in the blue moon, now they have paid their dues. It's like going to church. Now they have paid their dues. No, this is a constant awareness <clears throat> that you have to have. So you be sure of finding out who you really, really are. Do not fall for the temptations to go to those who teach you limitation one way or the other. That's the big difference. Now, one way of getting out of the limitation is to meditate. And I do only one meditation, and that is with the light. I'm opening up to the light. And that is what I'm doing with my clients. I introduce them to the light and help them opening up to the light. And the course is that yours to want to open up to the light. They have the wish to. Simple. Oh yes, I love this feeling of the light. And now you relax and relax and relax. You take a deep, deep breath. I am the light. The light is shining within me and you feel more and more and more at ease. I am the light. I feel it and I know it more and more and more. You relax. Your body is relaxing in an instant. And you take a deep breath. And what you do, you just inhale beautiful energy into yourself. And you breathe out all old used energy of the darkness. You brush it away. And now you take a deep breath and you relax and relax deep down into your soul. You realize you find yourself under a clear day sky, a blue, blue sky. 
and that blue, blue sky has one star in the center of the sky. Sunlight is coming from somewhere, from all sides. But in the center of the sky, there is that one star. And it shines. And as you begin to focus on that star, the big yellow star, you begin to feel that something of love and light is beginning to warm up in your chest area. Yes, in your chest area. There is a light. This is the God light. This is your I am. This is I am created in the image of God. That is what you're now beginning to be. This is the original belief. This is what people believed before there was religion. Religion was a late invention for people. People always believed in some kind of God. That it used to be stones. It used to be maybe a tree. It could be anything out living in the ocean. But people have always had a belief in the higher power. And that higher power is the light. It's good. It knows all. It shines. And it lives within each one of us. You are the one to create the goodness within you of belief of the good. I am a shiny light. I am a shiny light. I am. Yes, I am me. And this me, this is what you are to put first. This higher energy of me I am the light that is the God light within me. I was created in the image of God. Good information. The best information. And that power is good for the goodness of all. That is what is meant to be. And you breathe in the feeling that is sent down from that star and now light is coming down from that star. It's like a big, big ray of light. It's coming down over you. You feel it more and more and more. And now you have the light within you. And you take a deep, deep breath. And you love it. You feel it. This is being in a oneness with the universe. And now you slowly want to come back to the here and now. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. You open your eyes again. This is Helena Stein Hornstein speaking to you yet again.
My email address is Dr. Helena Info, Dr. Helena, my first name, Info, short for information, at yahoo.com. If I don't answer, send an email again. You can also send an email to Activale, spelled like it is, like I say, A-C-T for Tom, I-V for Victor, A-L for love, E. Activale at gmail.com. And I have my websites www.findingyourinnerlight.com and www, say that so you get time to write it down, bodysoulconnection.com. So be in touch with you, please. Thank you so very much. And I'll see you very soon this time. Thank you. God willing, of course, always. <laughs> So be in touch, please. I would love to hear from you, whatever it is. Thank you. Bye-bye.